I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. If, if you've got like a checklist and then you've got Lions and Packers and you just go down the list, every box is for the Lions. Every check mark. So, they're making me a believer, man. They're making me a friggin' believer right now. Yeah, it's uh, they're very impressive. Vitae was not there. They're excellent guard, but their offensive line looked like it's the best in football. It was straight up dominant, um, allowing them to. I mean, Montgomery. I thought he was hurt. Guy gets thirty carries. They they draft Gibbs twelfth. He's an afterthought. To David Montgomery. Laporta is a monster. What a great pick that guy was. Just take an Iowa tight end when in doubt. Dude, he might already be the second best tight end in the league. He is awesome. And, two, and, they look- and, and, and how many tight ends went ahead of him too? Uh, yeah, definitely Kincaid. And didn't Mayer go ahead of him? Yep. How about yeah. Musgrave from Green Bay? I don't remember what order that was. Spencer can look that up. But definitely Mayer. Round. Definitely yeah. Michael Mayer and um, and Kincaid. Yeah. he. I mean, he looks like he might be the second best tight end in football. Branch, who got hurt but then came back in with the ankle injury, he, he's made a huge impact. Like, their draft was openly mocked, and they're getting I mean, huge, huge contributions. Um, and from their third and fourth pick, almost more so than their first and second pick, and I still think their offense hasn't hit its ceiling because Jamison Williams will come back. And that Gibbs is going to. I'm just. I'm surprised Gibbs doesn't have more of an impact in their passing game. Like they just. They haven't quite figured that part of it out yet. I think that's a good thing for them that they. Yeah. They're scoring 34 points in a game, and I know defense helped, but you're you're kicking the crap out of the next best team in your division on the road, and you're still waiting on contributions from guys who are either hurt, too young, or suspended. Yeah, I, I just I think they are very impressive. And I mean, I'm feeling 
vindicated on golf, man. Like, obviously, I watch a lot of this division covering the Bears as closely as I do. But, like, he is really, really good if he is protected. And he's protected. He doesn't make mistakes if he's got a good line. The guy is accurate. He gets the ball to his playmakers. And he can drive the ball down the field. That's a pretty damn good combination, man. So I know like people still think that they can't compete with the with the Niners or the Eagles. I think they'd put up a ton of points on the Eagles secondary. I think that game would be, I mean, if I set that over under at 49 and a half, that would be a screaming over for me. So, I mean, may, maybe the Niners deserve to be ahead of them, but I don't see why what the Eagles have done this year puts them definitively above Detroit. I would still do it just because I, I I would give Philly the benefit of the doubt. And, okay, we haven't seen Hurts have a huge game yet. He'll do that at some point. Um, but I would – they've they've passed. They've soared past. They've sprinted past the Cowboys. Yeah. They're now the third team 100% uh, in the NFC. And Green Bay, I think the moral of the story here is they were gifted a win – against the Saints because of the car injury. If Carr doesn't get hurt, they lose that game. I'm convinced of that. That doesn't take away from Love making plays late, but they would have lost that game if Derek Carr stayed healthy. And their other win is against your Chicago Bears, the laughing stock of the NFL. So if you put a if you put a Colt 45 revolver to my head right now and said, are the Packers going to make the playoffs? I would say no even with yeah, the confidence I, I have in their coach. Yeah, I mean, Love did not look good early. He settled down. Uh, he had happy feet. I thought early the lines were really making him uncomfortable. And 21 Bakhtiari yards. went on IR, so you're not going to get that help. He might not play again, Danny. Yeah, no, I know. Um, Jenkins still hurt. You know, Jones not heavily involved, even though active. Watson is awesome. Like what? I think I think I think Watson is just going to be a stud for a decade. But um, he settled down. But yeah, not an ideal situation, and the team just outclassed. I think. Like I, I really do think Detroit's going to end up winning the NFC North by three games. Like I, I think it's going to be a complete laugher in this division. I do, I do. I, I mean, dude, they're going to win double digit games for sure. And they might win 12. They're a really good team. They are a real, I mean, if, if they stay healthy, like everything, like they obviously have, you know, like anybody, they suffer a few big injuries, they'd be in trouble. But they are, they are a really good team. David Montgomery, five rushing touchdowns last year, has five already uh, this year. Good offensive line. It helps. It really All helps. All right, let's get to the week four games and yes. start with the biggest game of the year so far. And that is the Bills-Dolphins game in Buffalo on Sunday. Uh, Miami coming off a 70-point game. Buffalo coming off of two straight whoopings on bad teams. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
We've got the graphic on our YouTube page. Our podcast listeners can't see it, but it's Bills minus two and a half. They're favored here against a team that won by 50 and is undefeated. So I I just want to make it pretty broad here and, and, and generic. Just give me whatever you want on this game, Danny, to kick things off. I mean, it, it's criminal that it's not on national television, that that it's not an island standalone game. It's an incredible game. There's a million storylines from it. I love that. Two Buffalo, years in a row this has happened, by the way. It was a one o'clock game, a regional game last year, too. Yeah. And by the way, Mayor and Musgrave were the tight ends selected after Laporta. So Kincaid was the only uh, first round tight end. I thought Mayor went before him. I guess he's wrong on that. Um I find myself having a root for Buffalo, which I, I I was not necessarily expecting. But my reasoning is this. I like how wide open the AFC feels. I, I like how, like, Miami's the new team, and then people were down on Buffalo. And then if Buffalo gets blown out in this game, Miami will be the clear number one team in the AFC. Some people will always give the Chiefs some credit and some respect, but they blew out the Bears, as you put it, the laughing stock. Like, the, the Dolphins will be the clear powerhouse. I like the idea of the AFC truly feeling wide open for a change, given that the last five years it's been the Arrowhead Invitational in the AFC Championship game. So whether or not Buffalo wins the game or not, I really don't want them to get blown out because I would like to go through the majority of this season feeling like the AFC has a ton of parity and like four or five teams could come out of it. That's my first big thought. Okay. Uh, I think Buffalo is going to be up for this game. And I give them, if there's a non X's and O's, you know, component to this game and how it makes me feel about who's going to win. I think that favors Buffalo because I think the pendulum has actually shifted. They're the, they're the hunter again. They're not the hunted in this game. It's Miami now that has the expectations on them, even more so than the Bills who have had been a Super Bowl contender for the last few years. I think the Dolphins are the it team. And I think the Bills are coming out here to remind people not so fast. It's actually still us. And I love them in this spot because of that. We've seen them do this before where after they lost the third, the regular season game after the 13-second debacle, they beat the Chiefs. And that put them you know, up there as the team to beat before uh, Allen had his elbow injury and Von Miller got hurt. Like The Bills live for games like this. And so I expect them to be at their absolute best. The Dolphins should get Waddle back. Um but I, I would, I think we're going to come out of this game and we're going to talk Sunday night about how do we trust Buffalo to do this in January? Because I think they're going to win the game and they're going to win it. Maybe not like emphatically, but I think they'll cover the two and a half and they'll get a victory that sends shockwaves through the NFL. I hope so. That, that would echo my first point of kind of rooting for them to keep the thing being wide open. The thing See, I kind of most- think Miami would be more interesting if they won. Because if Miami were to win a game like this on the road in Buffalo, like, I think you start to look at them. Are they going to go like 15 and two 
and get the number one seed? And are they just going to be the best team in football this season? I think that's what a win for them. Like that would keep them on pace, I think, to be potentially like an all-time great offense if they go to Buffalo and hang like 30-something on them. Well, that was what I was going to talk to you about. I am fascinated. Is Buffalo's defense potentially great or have they just played bad teams? Like, they got the Jets with no Aaron Rodgers. They've allowed 35 points total Mm -hmm. through three games. They have seven interceptions. They have two fumble recoveries. They got nine takeaways in three games. Their defense is putting up elite numbers, but it's not an impressive group of opponents that they've played. And you look at the roster, it's good, but it's not a defense that coming into the year, anybody would have said you expect it to be top five. And when your first three games are against a team that you lost to, and it's Zach Wilson and they lose Aaron Rodgers a couple plays in, and then it's Josh McDaniels in Vegas, and then it's Washington. Feels a little bit like a paper tiger. Yeah, like, they've gotten a brick with the schedule for sure. There's but no so doubt like, about like, that. like if if they win this game and they win it 37-34, okay, that's maybe the style of the fight that a lot of us would have expected before the year. If they disrupt Miami and their defense is actually legit. We'll talk about them like we've talked about the Chiefs, where it was like, oh, this is the best defense of the Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes. Right, but if I'm, if I'm a Bills fan, I would rather win the 37-34 to 34 game. I want my offense, because I'm going to have to win with offense and win shootouts. I want my offense at home to go punch for punch with them and beat them at their game. Well, I think you'd rather win 37-20. Like, well, yeah, but I'm saying if I if I have a choice, I I surprisingly slow down their their offense or their offense is the Dolphins' offense we've seen through three weeks, and I just do it better than them. I want to see Josh Allen outplay Tua, is what I'm telling you, and not like not because the Bills' defense had a Herculean effort. I want I want my guy to look like the best player on the field on Sunday, and I think he will. It's just interesting, like, if you looked at the rosters of the two teams' defenses, wouldn't you say that you would expect Miami's defense to be better? Chubb, Wilkins, Howard, Ramsey, Phillips. More, like, you know what I mean? More more star power on, on Miami's defense. And... I'm just, I'm like, obviously the story is the quarterbacks and the offense and blah, blah, all that. That's what the vast majority of everyone will talk about. But I wonder which defense we're going to actually think on the contenders in the AFC East is the better defense, given the unbelievable challenge that they both have. So, like, it's a more of a nerdy X's and O's point, <laughs> but I'm, I'm fascinated to see whose defense we actually think is better after they get the test of going up against the opposing offense. It's a great game. All right, Commanders, Eagles. Philly lost this game last year. Do you think Philly should be on upset alert? So this game looks a lot from a line standpoint. The odds makers look at this game like the games we had last weekend where the favorites lost. The Colts beating the Ravens. The Texans beating the Jaguars. It's a similar spread. The Commanders went there and won this game last year and scored 30-something points. Um. 
They scored three last week against Buffalo at home. Yes. Uh, but these are your commanders. You yes. are uh, you are out there. You're out. Of I the- mean, I'm out there in that I think that they can get the seventh seed in the NFC. But yes. Yeah. Continue. Uh, if I just go by how the how Philly has played this year, they've got to run the ball. That's what they've done all season, very, six, more successfully than any team in the league. And Washington has that great defensive line. So, I mean, am I nuts for thinking that this is going to be a really close game and maybe Washington wins? Um. Yeah. Yeah, because what what about Washington's offensive line? They allowed not, they allowed, not particularly they allowed, great. They allowed Sam Howell to get sacked nine times, dude. Yeah, you, did you see any of that game though? I saw the the recap after the fact. I think mo- I think most of that was on Howell, but I don't think that that gets fixed in a week. Especially he's up right now thinking about those th- that inside pressure. Yeah, those edge guys, Hassan Reddick, Jalen Carter. So. Even though I don't think it was like an offensive line failure, I think the quarterback made bad decisions and held on to the ball and didn't make, you know, quick calls. Uh, I don't expect that to be that much better. Right. I just think, I think Eagles pass rush against Washington, Howell, turnovers, offensive line, pretty bad, okay. pretty bad recipe. But I still think, man, like then for Washington, it's Chicago, Atlanta, and the Giants. After this, like two and two, Arizona, Denver, Buffalo, Philly, for someone who thought that they could win eight games or nine games, they'd be exactly on pace for where I had them preseason, even even in a loss. Now, you can't have a quarterback turn the ball over four times, but Washington's been about what I expected. 